Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. Are you ready to start showing up authentically in your life, feeling so confident in who you are? Are you ready to stop second guessing yourself, comparing yourself, and wasting your precious time procrastinating and scrolling on social media? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I am on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools and simple steps to help you start being kinder to yourself, feeling more confident, creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and setting healthy boundaries i.e. not saying yes to all the things. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and comparison. Your most authentic, confident self is waiting. Even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. It is your time, my friend. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. friend. Good morning. So glad that you're here today. Okay. Before I dive into anything, I first off just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. I was recently looking at just the analytics of how many people are downloading these episodes and I just felt like my heart could explode because I just feel so grateful and so honored that you allow me into your space. I do not take that lightly at all. Like there's so much incredible wisdom and content and things to learn and receive. And so I just, I do not take it lightly at all that you spend your time here with me in your ear and that you let me hang out while you're walking your dog, while you're doing the dishes, while you're driving, while you're at the gym whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to these episodes, I do not take it lightly and I appreciate that you are here so much. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening. Um, Every time that you send an episode to a friend and just share the message that's on my heart with more people, I'm, I'm just so grateful. So I just wanted to acknowledge that, how much I truly appreciate that you're here and just how honored I feel that you allow me to hang out with you every week. So just wanted to start with that. What we're going to be talking about today, well, actually first, before I do that, I actually really wanted to get some feedback from you. So I'm going to be hosting a masterclass the second week of November and I really want to know what you want to hear about. (laughs) I have a ton of ideas, but I would love to hear from you. So if you could either hit reply to, if you get my Monday email, just hit reply to that email and let me know what topic you'd love to hear about or head over on Instagram or into our Facebook community, wherever you and I hang out. I would love for you to let me know what you'd love to hear about and experience in this November masterclass. So it could be about people pleasing, could be about self-care during the holidays, it could be about building self-trust, 
could be, right? It could literally anything, um, anything at all. I would love to know what would feel most supportive for you. And I actually am going to be putting out a post in my Facebook community around just wanting to know what you want to hear about during the holidays. Because like I mentioned before, I just, I appreciate you so much. And this podcast is for you. This is to feel supportive for you wherever you are at on your journey of becoming kinder to yourself, healing that relationship with yourself, right? Becoming a really good friend to yourself, being kind to yourself, embracing and accepting yourself, loving yourself, feeling confident in who you are. Wherever you are, I want this podcast to feel like just the most (laughs) supportive, just like a hug. I just want this podcast to feel like a hug that you receive twice a week um, when you listen. And so I want to make sure that the episodes that I'm sharing and the masterclass that I'm hosting in November, I'm probably going to host another one in December. I think this is probably going to become a monthly thing and I'm super pumped about it, honestly, because I don't get a ton of live interaction with you, obviously on here because I'm sharing this and you're listening to it when you're on the go. And, but I love the idea and opportunity of once a month, us hopping on a masterclass or a workshop together and really working on whatever is going to feel most supportive for you. So wherever you and I hang out, whether that's email, Instagram, our Facebook community, if you could just hop in there and let me know what topic would feel super supportive for the masterclass coming up. And then I'm probably going to use that feedback just to think about episodes coming up as well. And again, I feel like the holidays, the holidays can be so exciting, but also can be so stressful. (laughs) I I don't know if you're anything like me. It can feel really stressful. And just thinking about all the situations that we're going to be in, whether it's with family, whether it's with certain relationships, whether it's with, you're just going to get invited to so many events and you want to make sure you're taking care of yourself, or you know that around this time of year, it's the most difficult for you to set boundaries and to not take on all the things and whatever it is, I want to know what's going to feel most supportive for you. So wherever we hang out, please head there. Let me know what would feel supportive for our masterclass coming up and or for podcast episodes. So I appreciate you. Thank you for giving me that feedback in advance. I appreciate it. And we're going to dive on in. So today I am sharing with you, seriously, the two, one, okay, two of the biggest pieces that have made the absolute most impact on me and on my journey. And I truly believe that these two practices are literally life-changing. I I truly believe that deep in my heart. And I don't say things like that lightly. I truly believe that these two things have changed so much in my life, in my relationship with myself, and how I show up in the world, in my well-being. I really believe that they are (laughs) so valuable. And there are things that I talk about with probably every one of my clients because it's so important. And I I really feel too, like they're, they're more so approaches to life. Like it's not just something that you do once a day. It's literally an approach to life. So the two big pieces that we're going to talk about are mindfulness and self compassion. And I will be sprinkling in pieces of why I believe mindfulness and self-compassion 
are actually two of the biggest healing remedies, healing antidotes for people pleasing specifically. So I want to first share with you what mindfulness is, and I want to let you know that down in the show notes, I'm linking a couple of different articles that came up as I was doing my research on this, and I was like geeking out, you guys. I was so geeking out on this. It's just so freaking nuts how powerful these things are. So down below, you'll find a couple different articles on mindfulness and self-compassion, on some of the research, on really deepening your understanding of what these things are. I don't know why Zeke feels the need. Every time I'm talking, he just needs to get up and walk around. And I'm sure you can hear his little toenails in the background. So I apologize. So articles are below. Mindfulness. What mindfulness means to me? Mindfulness is the ability to be present in the moment that you are in. So in one of these articles that I've linked below, it defines mindfulness as the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we're doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. Okay, I'm going to read that again. Mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are, aware of what we're doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on. And what I take from this, how I really kind of conceptualize mindfulness for myself, is it's really being present to the moment that you are in, without judgment, with curiosity, with compassion. So it's really just being present, being so aware of the moment that you're in, of what you're experiencing, and accepting the moment as it is. So why I feel this is so important is because I truly believe that one of the first steps of all of this growth that we're moving through really is the ability to become more self-aware, to become more aware of ourselves, of what we're experiencing in any given moment, what's going on in our environment, what's going on within ourselves, to notice more. And I can imagine that you know, I'm, I'm assuming that you're pretty aware of what's going on. If we, if we kind of zoom out, I feel like a lot of people are going through this really big awakening and this waking up to like, what's actually going on, right? I think so much of our culture is we are just walking around with our heads down, looking at our phones, looking at our screens, numbed out, disconnected from ourselves, disconnected from other people, disconnected from our experience, disconnected from the world. Like I think that's so much of what's going on and it's so wildly radical and powerful to start becoming more aware of what's actually going on in this moment. How am I feeling? What's going on within myself? How, right? Like just becoming more aware And I think when we talk about mindfulness is really just becoming more aware of what's going on from moment to moment. And that is 
everything. If you think about what are a couple of the incredible goals that you have for this growth, right? For this growth, this journey that you're on. Think about, honestly, I'm not just saying that, okay? Think about it. What are a couple of the goals that you have? Maybe it's you want to feel more confident. Maybe it's asking for that promotion at work. Maybe it's, you know, you want to take on more of a leadership role. Maybe it's you want to start your own business. Whatever it is, think about what those goals are. And think about if you were able to be more present and more in tune with how you're doing, with what you're experiencing, to be more present in your moment to moment, how radically helpful that would be. How radically helpful that would be. Because again, so much of what's going on is we're really disconnected from ourselves. We're di- like we, we don't even know how we're feeling in any given moment. We don't know what we're feeling. We don't know what we need. We don't know what we want, right? Like I think that's uh, one of these bigger challenges that's coming up a lot in our culture is like not even knowing what we want, not even knowing who we are, what we want to create in our lives, being so disconnected from ourselves. And so if we're able to really start growing this practice of being more mindful, noticing our thoughts, noticing our emotions, creating, this one's huge, creating more quiet moments of stillness where we can genuinely tune into ourselves, huge, huge. And of course, mindfulness is yes, doing that internally, but mindfulness is also when I said it's a way of life. Like it's imagining that as you are walking through your day, you are, and this is getting a little more into the practical, which y'all know I love, is as you're walking through your day, tuning in to your senses more. So like when I go to make my latte in the morning, when I go to make my latte in the morning, I take a couple moments to really smell (laughs) the espresso, to really smell the espresso, to notice its texture, notice what it looks like. Tuning into your senses, right? So that could also look like throughout the day, maybe you have a timer set on your phone where it's literally one minute of you putting your hands on your heart, just taking a couple of really nice slow breaths, quieting the mind, slowing it down, tuning in to what's going on around me. What do I feel right now? Like right now I have, (laughs) I have this blanket wrapped around my microphone because I think that it sounds better for you. I think that it sounds clearer. So I'm like, Oh, like let's, let's notice the texture of this blanket right now. Let's just notice what's going on right now. It could be when you brush your teeth, Noticing how it feels to brush your teeth when you are putting your moisturizer on in the morning, when you're putting your makeup on instead of rushing through, noticing the feeling of putting all that makeup on, noticing how it feels to rub your face, noticing what that feels like, noticing the smells. I have this all natural like cream blush and it smells legit like vanilla. It smells so phenomenal. It smells so good. And like taking a second to take a sniff of that and notice it. 
Like that is what I believe for me, what mindfulness looks like in my life is taking a moment to really notice the textures, notice the smells, notice the feelings, notice what I'm seeing around me. Right? And I remember seeing somewhere that mindfulness, the opposite of that is mindless. So it's like thinking about what are things that we do mindlessly sometimes? Doing the dishes, doing our makeup, doing our skincare routine. So tuning in, and that could be even when you do the dishes, noticing how it feels to have the water washing over your hands, how it feels to be scrubbing the plates, what the soap feels like, what the plates feel like, what you're smelling. Becoming so mindful and aware and in the moment. And one of the best ways that I found to do that is tuning into my senses. That's why I'm giving you these examples. That's what I found most helpful for me. So with mindfulness, and I want you to check out these articles because there's so much incredible research around the benefits of mindfulness. And something I want to share with you really quick is that mindfulness does not have to be meditation. Yes, there are mindfulness meditations. Mindfulness does not mean you do not have to sit. (laughs) You do not have to sit quietly, still, for 10, 15, 20 minutes to practice mindfulness. Like, yes, there's amazing benefits of working a practice like that into your life, but you absolutely can practice mindfulness by all of the other ways that I just mentioned. It does not have to be you sitting still because I know for a lot of people that can feel so tough, which is super valid. And so even with some of my clients, like (laughs) they're like meditation feels so hard. And I'm like, I get it. Like for some people, it's better to start with, let's start with a walking meditation. Let's start with mindful walks. Let's start with mindful drinking your coffee in the morning. Like there's other things you can do. It doesn't have to be you sitting down. So again, check out these incredible articles that talk about the mindfulness benefits, the research. So I'm seeing here in this one article, it says when we're mindful, we reduce stress, we enhance performance, we gain insight and awareness, we increase our attention to other people. Like there's so many incredible benefits. And again, this is an approach to life. And this is something I actually deeply have been tuning into more for myself because I have ADHD. I also have anxiety and I also am a deeply high achiever. I'm very ambitious. If you didn't know, (laughs) wink, wink. And for me, it's super easy for me to get caught up in trying to be productive all the time, trying to be the most effective, trying to do all of these things. My inner world can get very quick, very fast. And so mindfulness has literally changed the game for me. It has literally changed the game. It's what brings me back. It's what quiets my mind. It's what slows down my mind, slows down my body, brings me into the present moment and brings me peace. It's what allows me to tune into myself. It's what allows me to quiet down all the thoughts, all of the waves of emotion, waves of thoughts, waves of right? All the, even, even good things, like all the excitement, all the energy, all the, like, Sometimes I just need to take a second from all of that (laughs) and just like come back into the moment, come back into my body, come back into what I'm doing right now, quiet it down, taking a breath, putting my hands on my heart, 
it has literally changed the game. It creates stillness. It creates peace. It allows me to really hear what I need, what I'm wanting, what I'm feeling, what I have going on. And it is everything. Because from that present grounded space, I can show up like I like with those words, right? I can show up feeling present, feeling grounded, feeling so tuned in to myself, feeling very tuned in to the spirit, feeling very tuned in instead of feeling like I'm just like riding all these waves of thought, emotion, la la la, all these things. Like this is what brings me back down. <laughs> what brings me back down into the moment. And I think it's just so powerful. It is so powerful. So this is part one, mindfulness. I want you to take a second and I want you to ask yourself, what is standing out to you so far from this episode? Is it a practice that I mentioned? Doing the dishes, doing the laundry, washing your face. It could be taking a shower, putting on your moisturizer. Like what is standing out to you so far Is it one of the benefits that I mentioned? Is it just like, oh my gosh, I need this? (laughs) What is standing out to you so far? I just want to pause here before we move on to the self-compassion piece. And again, I encourage you, if you're in a safe space to do so, put your hands on your heart, give yourself a little hug and take a really nice slow breath here, right? Take a really good slow breath here. Notice how it feels to have the air coming in through your nose. Notice how your chest is rising. And then as you exhale really slowly, notice how that feels to have the air moving out through your mouth. Notice where your chest is moving. And notice how it feels here to just be lovingly embracing yourself, this loving touch beautiful. Okay, my friend, we are back to it. So I have to tell you that I just took a pause from recording this to go to a yoga class. (laughs) And during Shavasana, the resting pose at the end of class, my yoga teacher was literally talking all about stillness, tuning into yourself and self-love. What? What? Okay, amazing. I just had to share that with you. So what we're going to explore now is the radical power of self-compassion. And I want to start off with a couple of really cool things. Again, check out the articles below, okay? But a couple of things that I'm seeing in this article I'm looking at here, which is linked below, people with self-compassion are less likely to be critical of themselves. They're less likely to be anxious or depressed which in turn leads to greater life satisfaction. And it's really incredible too. Kristen Neff talks about the idea that there's this misconception that self-compassion is indulgent and is selfish. And so it touches on that a little bit because that is absolutely not true. And I think another piece that I found so powerful is that people who are more compassionate to themselves actually have increased self-improvement motivation. What does this mean? This means that people who are kinder to themselves are actually going to have continued, like more continued motivation to continue growing and doing the work, 
right? And why is this? So I'm going to preface here. This is not based on research, but my theory on that is if you can imagine you are doing all of this personal growth work and you have a rough day, you have a rough week, life gets really tough for a minute, you're going through some storms and you start to be really critical of yourselves, right? Let's imagine this. You start to get really critical of yourselves. You're like, why does this even matter? I can't get it right. I can't do this right, right? Really critical and judgmental towards yourself. Where does that lead us? That leads us to feeling stuck, to feeling unmotivated, to staying in this place of discouragement much longer and it feels heavier. Okay, so that's route one. Route two, if we can imagine, okay, you have a rough day, a rough week, you're in a really rough season of life and you're able to be compassionate with yourself. You have that compassionate inner talk, that compassionate self-talk, right? You're really kind to yourself. You're gracious with yourself. You acknowledge that this is part of life, that being a human can be really freaking hard sometimes, that there are really difficult seasons. You don't expect perfection, that it's okay if you mess up, that it's okay if you have a human moment, that it's normal and it's okay, right? That, to me, like that's gonna encourage us to, yeah, let's be in it. Let's acknowledge this storm that we're in and then we're gonna move forward right? We're going to be able to move out of that storm. We're going to be able to move out of that stuck quicker, more effectively than if we were being really hard on ourselves, really critical. It's so wild. And so I think that in itself, that feels like a huge point to me, that people who are more compassionate with themselves actually have increased self-improvement motivation, And then there's a lot of different pieces in this article that generally just kind of hint at the fact that if you're more compassionate with yourself, there's, that means, you know, that let's, let's say, like I mentioned before, you're less likely to be critical. You're less likely to be then less anxious. And that, so it's all of these different pieces that then typically lead us to have better mental health, more life satisfaction, And I think that is so, so important. And I think that's something that is a little unique in what I share here, which is that, yes, we are here to grow your self-love. We are here to grow your self-confidence. And the roots and the foundation of that is learning to be really kind to yourself, learning to normalize that life is... I I wanted to say a curse word, but I worry that people have children around. Like life can be so hard. Life can be so hard and difficult. And we are going to mess up. We are going to make mistakes. And that being able to be kind to ourselves and gracious with ourselves is everything and allows us to keep going. It allows us to keep showing up. It allows us to keep moving forward. It allows us to have hope and to move, right? Like, it's just so, so important. And so when we're talking about these two beautiful, beautiful approaches to life, being mindful and being compassionate and kind to yourself, these are approaches to life. These are foundations of what I truly believe will change 
and grow and heal so much of the struggle that we experience in life. And like I have grown so much in these and have so much still to grow and learn, but these two pieces have changed so much for me. And in the suffering and the pain and the difficulty that I see in the women that I chat with, like I think so much of this can be remedied and can be healed and soothed with mindfulness, with being more mindful of ourselves, of our experience, of our day-to-day, of our internal world, being more mindful of these things, and then also being kinder to ourselves. I truly believe that these two pieces can change everything. So what I want to share with you now is a couple of really, really amazing resources that I have really enjoyed. So I will link them below. One of my absolute favorite books on self-compassion is called Good Morning, I Love You by Shauna Shapiro. Okay. Another amazing resource is going to be, if you look up Kristen Neff self-compassion, I'm going to look it up real quick so I can actually give you the right website. So that one was an incredible book. If you look up self-compassion.org, you will find incredible, incredible tools, so much information, amazing resources. Literally click on the resources tab. There's a ton of recommended reading, Um, or even you can go to practices. So self-compassion.org and then go to practices. And there's some amazing tools here. I also am going to link below one of my favorite, favorite practices, which is called the self-compassion break. So the self-compassion break, this is obviously not something I created. I believe that Kristen F. and Christopher Germer created it, but feel free to correct me. But you can look it up on YouTube and find some really cool ones, or you can look up um, a self-compassion script. So a self-compassion break script. So the self-compassion break why I love this so much. There's three parts of it. So the first one, the first part of it is in any given moment, when you are experiencing a moment of big emotion, of difficulty, the first part of the self-compassion break is acknowledging that this is a difficult moment. So giving yourself that self-validation. This is hard. And I want you to notice what parts of what I'm sharing stand out to you so that you can write it on a post-it, you can come back to it. Number one, just validating what you're experiencing, validating your feelings. How freaking often do we have a feeling and instead of validating ourselves, we jump into why am I feeling this way? You shouldn't be feeling this way. That judgment, that criticism. So number one piece of the self-compassion break is just giving yourself that validation, acknowledging this is hard. This is a difficult moment. This is a lot. And I think so often, I think so often, this is why we seek validation from other people because sometimes we haven't learned how to give ourselves that validation. So if you're able to turn inward and say, wow, this is a really difficult moment. This is so stressful. I'm feeling so much stress right now. I'm feeling so much sadness right now, so much frustration. This is really difficult. 
if you can turn inward and give yourself that, that is powerful. So that's piece number one of the self-compassion break. Piece number two is acknowledging the common human experience. So acknowledging that whatever you are feeling right now is totally a common and natural piece of the human experience. So what can happen sometimes is that our brains are so convincing that somehow, somehow you are unique enough to where what you are feeling means there's something wrong with you What you're feeling, no one has ever felt before, (laughs) right? You're not that, you're unique, my friend. Don't get me wrong. You're so unique and special, but you're not that unique to where no one else has felt what you're feeling before. Like, and so the power in that, again, imagine coming into this moment and you're like, this is a really difficult moment. This is a lot. This is a lot. I'm feeling a lot of sadness. I'm feeling some frustration. Whatever it is that you're noticing, just noticing and naming it, validating it, saying, wow, this is a lot. And then following that up with, this is a very natural part of the human experience. Right? This is part of being human. Other people have felt this way before. I'm not alone in this. Other people have felt this before. I am not alone. And of course, there's so many different beautiful variations of this, so feel free to look that up. Different scripts. Right? Just acknowledging that this is natural to feel as a human. And then the third beautiful, beautiful piece is these these, um, self-compassion statements, which can sound like, may I be kind to myself. May I be patient with myself. May I give myself what I need. I want you to imagine that if once a day, over the next week, you paused throughout the day and you, number one, named what you're feeling, validated, wow, I feel stressed. this is really stressful or wow, this is a lot, this, right? Naming whatever you're feeling, validating that, wow, this is a lot. This is a difficult moment. Mm. And I'm not alone. This is something other people have been through. This is a natural part and experience of being human. Wow. And then moving into, may I be kind to myself? May I be patient with myself. May I give myself what I need. Oh my goodness, can you imagine if you were to do that for yourself once a day over the next week? And then zooming out, imagine if you were to just to do that more often in your life. How nourished your soul would feel. How nourished and seen and cared for you would feel. And this really comes back to, I think so often we don't realize that we have a relationship with ourselves just like you build and grow and nourish any relationship with someone else. You do the same with yourself. And this is something that I have been working on and moving through 
that continues to grow and literally blow my mind the ways that I am able to feel seen and cared for by myself and not in a way where I don't need other people. That's not what we're doing here. It's not in a way where I'm like, well, F everyone else. I don't need anyone else. That's not what it is. But it's in a way of, wow, I feel so deeply seen and cared for and valued and respected by myself. I value myself. I respect myself. I care for myself. In any given moment, I'm acknowledging I'm acknowledging, wow, this is really hard. Oh my gosh, of course you feel this way. Of course you feel stressed. Look at everything that's going on. Of course you feel overwhelmed. Oh my gosh. May we be, maybe we be, may we be. <laughs> my, my brain starts moving faster than my mouth. May we be kind. Oh, may I be kind to myself right now. Devani, I love you. I care about you. May I be kind to myself right now. May I be patient with myself. May I give myself what I need right now? The things that we so often do for other people. May we turn that inward for a moment. And when we do that, we feel so seen, heard, cared for, nourished within, within. And that deeply impacts how we show up with other people. Because then I can show up for my relationships in a place where I feel very seen and cared and valued by myself. And so I'm able to show up with a a pretty full cup. I'm feeling very rooted in who I am and the value that I have and the worth that I have and what I have to bring and share to where when I'm showing up with other people, it's not in this graspy, I need your validation, I need, right? It changes how we can show up with people. And so I just wanted to clarify that because it's, it's not in a way where it's like, oh, I don't need anyone anymore, but it just shifts how we are able to really connect with people. We're able to connect with people in such a more genuine and authentic way because I feel rooted and grounded and secure in myself and I'm able to really show up for you. I'm able to really show up right? Feeling like I'm so in tune with myself, not like I'm needing, I'm not needing validation. I'm not, right? Feeling like I'm so caught up in all these insecurities and doubts and all these things because I'm grounded. I'm feeling present. I'm feeling secure. I'm feeling cared for. There's so much here. There's, I feel like I, I mean, this is why this is what I talk about, right? Because I literally feel like I could talk to you about this. There's a million more directions that we could go into, but this is probably one of the longest solo episodes I've done. And it's just, oh, you guys. Okay. I want you to take a second here. I want you to put your hands on your heart if you feel safe to do so, or come into a little bit of a self hug here. If you feel safe to do so, don't ever do anything that I encourage if it doesn't feel comfortable or safe, or if you're not in a place to do that, always honor yourself, always honor what your body and mind are asking for. (sighs) Taking a nice slow breath. And I want you to really ask yourself, what is standing out to you? What is one piece of what I shared that is standing out to you the most that you want to take with you? Is it part of that self-compassion break? one of those statements that I shared? Is it something about mindfulness? Is it a mindful practice that you want to start doing? 
What do you want to walk away with? One thing. Okay, my friend, you've been listening for 40 minutes. Bless your heart. You've been listening to me chat for (laughs) for 40 minutes. What is one thing you really want to walk away with? I want you to write it down on a post-it, put it somewhere you're going to see it every day. And then just a loving reminder, I really want to know what do you want our next masterclass to be about in November? What do you want these upcoming podcast episodes to be about? So feel free, hit reply on any of my emails or head over to Facebook or Instagram and send me a message. I would love to know what topics you want to hear about because this is your space. I'm here for you. This is what this space is for. So I appreciate you so much. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Head over to those places. Send me a message. I would love to hear from you. It's so, so helpful. And it just makes my heart so happy. I love hearing from you. So have a beautiful rest of your day. And I will talk to you so soon. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go... I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.